Hey, Scott, you ready to record the next writer's bagel basket? <sighs> I can't, man. That computer virus killed my grandma. Uh, how, how does... How does that work? Did oh. like, like go in and attack like our pacemaker or something? Or with math? Wait, wait a minute, Scott. Um, I what's that in the sky? Oh, oh, that's a giant rabbit flying around. Oh, I was going with more like a a, a big satellite that's kind of falling on on your house. Very reminiscent of uh, WWII, I believe. What? <laughs> we we watch. Uh, oh, I think you were saying World War One. No, WWII <laughs> two. Uh, we watch. That's how Mister Futterman says it. We watch Summer Wars this week on Writer's Bagel Basket. So you know what that means. It, it's in the basket, the Writer's Bagel Basket. Tear me apart, Lisa. Fourteen. Great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Down with him! Because I'm Homer Simpson! Pizza, pizza, pizza! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Hey, baby kid! Baby kid? There was time now. There was, was all the time I needed. Welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Carlin. And I'm Dwight Stearns. And who are we joined by? Me. Who is me? Alex. Alex Some, from the No Refunds Podcast. The No Refunds Podcast. Alex, would you like to plug the No Refunds Podcast? Yeah, listen to No Refunds, where myself, Dwight, and his lovely wife, Tiffany, talk about nothing. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> We're the Seinfeld of podcasts. But anyways, Alex has decided to join. Scott requested that Alex join us today because he knows that Alex uh, is into anime and uh, what better way to round out our anime block here than to bring on the expert in the world on anime. I am I am absolutely not an expert in anime. So you can't see you can probably hear my sarcasm, but Oh, I can I can see it. I can't hear it. So, Ouch. guys, what did we watch? <laughs> Uh, we watched a movie called Summer Wars. Um, this is a movie by Mamori Soda, <laughs> Momaru Hosoda, Hosoda. Uh, and it was a uh, 2009 um, animated feature, obviously, from Japan by this one director who's kind of like, he's not like an auteur, but he's a very prolific anime director. Um, yeah, he was compared to Miyazaki and... Uh, not really, because he's nicer than Miyazaki, I guess. Is Miyazaki more of like a control freak? Yeah, something like, like that. Well, um, I feel like that's just inherent in anime in this day and age. Like, there are just so many... I, I would go with auteurs, like anime auteurs, mm -hmm. like Miyazaki and whatever this guy's name is. Soda Man. Soda Man. I'm going to call him Soda Man. Soda. Uh, Soda Man. Soda Man. And like Satoshi Kone and the guy who did... Um, your Name. Uh, your Name and, and Five yeah. Centimeters Per who, Second, whatever his name is. Who yeah. was the guy who did the, the one about the woman waking up? Does that make sense? No. That's your name. She wakes the, up in someone else's body? No, it was a short. Uh, I'll figure it out. Okay. But like, there's just... All anime directors are auteurs at this point, in my opinion. Okay, well, that makes sense. What about Akira Toriyama? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Anyways. So this movie, I picked this because I was trying to find something bonkers to end the month with, and I think this did it. 
This okay. Um, I haven't watched that many anime movies, and the ones that I have seen, this one is definitely one of the more less grounded in reality for a anime that's grounded in reality. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. So, like, this isn't about giant robots fighting. This isn't about people with crazy power levels, but it does deal with like the internet and an interpretation of the internet that is definitely out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Watching this, it really reminded me of, I don't know when it came out, but did you ever see Digimon the movie? Yes. Yeah. The the interpretation of the internet in this one felt very similar to that, where it's like a, cyber, a, a blank cyberspace that you can fly through and interact with like cubes in front of you. Right. I think Hasoto helped out Digimon. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Soda Man? Soda Man. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Memory Hot Soda. Memory Soda Man. Mamaru Hosoda. So, gotta make sure that. Yeah, I love this because. Yeah, he did Digimon Adventure. Yeah, yeah. In 1999, and he did 20. Uh, he did episode 21 of the Digimon Adventure TV show, and he did the 40 minute Digimon Adventure War Game from 2000. Because uh, the original Digimon um, movie is actually two movies um, mm-hmm. spliced together because it deals with the um, the original cast and the new cast. Yep. And he did the first one of those. Oh. So I friggin' nailed it, guys. <laughs> Boom. End of end of episode. Yeah, mic drop. Yep. Thanks for I gave it a, a million bagels out of zero. Uh, thanks for listening. Do we rate things on bagels? Yeah, it's uh, out of thirteen. Out of thirteen bagels. Yep. Out of a baker's dozen, yeah. Oh, but we haven't even got there yet. Oh, That's I, I understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he, this guy's actually coming out with another film in 2018. Yeah, he is. Oh, good because it usually takes him a long time. About three years per film. According to this, 2009, the Beast 2012, is great. 2013, 2018. This one always reminded me of um, Ready Player One, like because I watched this when I read the book for the first time, like oh, okay. that time. This predates Ready Player One, I believe. It does because Ready Player One was 2011. So. Mm-hmm. so, in the, it's not really the future, but it's present day. Well, according to Wikipedia here, that um, the movie was started production during 2006 which i think explains a lot about what you see in the movie because the movie came out in 2009 but obviously it takes a little while for these things to be animated but you a lot of the technology is still flip phones it's still um, what a brick yeah, phone, yeah, brick yeah. phone stuff like that like an early generation i um ipods yeah. and you don't have anything like ipads or any sort of like tablet devices which i think you would definitely have nowadays right so it's interesting because like they're using all these quote-unquote primitive technologies to access the internet and fully play web games which is just surreal to me and what's really funny about it is that like they'll be like doing all of this like really hard stuff in the internet fighting and then it gets to someone like holding their phone like yeah so up close to them was it's like Doing this intense fighting on your flip phone. The juxtaposition is hysterical. Well, oh, you, yeah. You brought it up. It's like South Park. Like when they did War of World Crap, when they well, didn't make Love Not Warcraft. Well, okay. Well, there's a sequence in this when um, the, our main character, whose name is... Question mark. Oh, Kenji. Kenji. Okay. Whose name is Kenji. Our, our main character, Kenji, he gets his avatar stolen, blah, blah, blah. And he's like inhabiting this new squirrel body avatar in the world. And squirrel body avatar gets destroyed but he gets beaten up by kenji's old avatar and like kenji's lying on the ground and his avatar is going like which like if you take a step back and think about it that makes no sense because the guys he's just being controlled like you haven't been physically hurt it's not like you're hooked in this isn't what's that stupid one that i hate um 
the one about people going into the virtual reality world. The and Matrix? Then, no, and like yeah, the, I was just about to say be, it's like the Matrix. It's the new uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, Sword Art. It's oh, like Sword Art, like where like if you get beat up in real when you life, die you in the die. game. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's mm-hmm. like it's like Saw. You die in the game, you die in real life. The Matrix. So, so the whole the movie starts because Kenji works for Oz, and Oz is clearly it's supposed to be the Wizard of Oz. Oz the Great yeah. and Powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's this internet world where there's two whales named john and yoko that was their name seriously yeah, john and yoko i missed that part they had been more relevant and <laughs> those yeah. whales are my favorite character <laughs> and uh john i believe was the pink one and yoko was the blue one cool yeah we, we live in 2017 now gender roles don't mean anything anymore. yeah but this was 2009 so we're they were ahead of the game starting in 2006 yeah way ahead of the game so kenji works for oz and which is almost like a Facebook, right? Like, like more like, or is Oz the internet or I, is okay? Yeah, Oz, Oz is, is standing for the Oz internet. is the internet, but I was taking it less like that, more like Google, because because okay. this was around the time when Google tried to do their own like Facebook, right? And Google news Plus. and that was two thousand nine. I've lost track around that. Time. I was in college, so it would have been after two thousand eight. Yeah. So there you go, Kenji and his friend. Uh, Let's call him Nerd Boy. Like the guy in the chair. The man we'll, in the chair. We'll the the man in the chair. chair. Get propositioned by Natsuki, who is I'm not gonna remember her name. I'm not gonna remember anyone's name. <laughs> the they're the only two people that I do know. I remember. Like there there's Natsuki. Uncle Exposition. An uncle who created bad things. Or oh, in Cosma. Cosma. Well, Cosma's uncle exposition, grandma exposition, aunt exposition, everyone exposition. Well, yeah. but then, but then, then there's cousin Horndog. Cousin Horndog. Cousin Horndog and cousin Rabbit, which we'll get to later. King Cosmo, <laughs> yes. who he's my favorite character. But Natsuki's like, I need one of you guys to come with me to the countryside and. Well, this is my favorite. Okay, not my favorite part of the movie, but I really like this part because yeah, you like, pitched a whole better movie. I wish that this had been it. So the name of the movie is Summer Wars, and the girl Cosma, no Natsuki, Natsuki. I told you I'm not gonna remember these. Natsuki approaches Cosma and Chairman, and she's like, "Okay, Kenji, I, Kenji, Kenji, I need um to go. I need one of you to do a job for me, and the job is to come with me to the country to visit my family." And they're like. Okay, we can both do this. And she's like, "Well, I really only need one of you." And then smash cut to the title, "Summer Wars." And I was like, "Oh my god, please tell me this whole movie is going to be about the two of them like <coughs> duking it out in order to be the one who has to like go with this girl to go get this job done." That would have been like, awful. "This means been... war." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they, they, like it's about their like devolving friendship that just crumbles in the matter of like three hours, yeah, yeah. and it, like ends awful. really, really dark with like one of them getting their arms cut off and the other one like completely dying. <laughs> That's like, Japan. It just messed up. That would have been. A great movie. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so This has been the writer's bagel basket. <laughs> so then Natsuki... Stop undoing your ties. So then Natsuki takes him into the countryside, and she bumps into one of her family members, who turns out to be Chi-Chi from Dragon Ball. Oh, no, no. The first one was Bulma. Oh, was it? The first person she ran into was Bulma from Dragon Ball. Was that the one uh, with the baby? Uh, yeah, that's the one that had a baby. Yep. Oh, that's Cosma's mom. Right. Okay. I, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I knew these people by the voice actors. I, just, and I, and I didn't I, and I just, any of their names. I just know they were all family members. Yes. It was like, and there's a scene where they like explain all their relationships, but I was unsure of, as soon as they said it, it was, I, I was like the main character guy. Exactly. They went out my head. Cause yep. all I, all you really need to know is that they're just a family unit, which 
worked. I, I That's like fine. That in that scene, they owned that, like, you're not going to remember all these things. Yeah. But then, like, later in the movie, it felt like it wanted you to remember that they, they had these relationships. You don't remember Cousin Horndog? I don't remember anyone. Like, See, I don't think you need to know their exact relationship outside of just knowing that they're a family unit. Right. Like, that works for me. Like, that's fine. Yeah. At least as far as I but was But if concerned. that's the goal, then why did they need, like, 80 characters? I think it was a joke. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I think that's just Japanese culture. I yeah. think it's just. I, think, it too. I, I, it. I think that's what they just want. You, it's like remember when our entire family like took on this clan during samurai times? Like yeah. they kept bringing that story up. And it makes sense. I mean, I assume they don't all live there because they were all clearly traveling there for the 90th birthday <laughs> right, yeah, of, of right. the, the great-grandmother who, they explain they have a giant family. It was so. only 90. Yeah, like, she's like, my regular grandmother is 90. Yeah. Yeah, like, the great-grandmother should have been, like, 99. Like, like she yeah, should have been like turning 100. 100. Yeah, yeah. And it's she, crazy. And she should have been, like, smaller and more like Yoda. Yeah, and probably not able to overpower her nephew, like, with that weird sword oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, wield a, um, an ancient Japanese weapon. Spear? That's a spear, like, a, it's like a, a, a sword on the end of a giant pole. Yeah. Which I'm sure is some, called something specific. So they arrive at the house. Yeah, and Kenji, like a total tool, goes... Thank you for having me, and you don't look ninety at all. And it's not her great grandmother. Oh, it's like her, like joke. it's like her regular mom. No, it's her I, grandmother. It's, it's her, her regular grandmother. Right. Yeah, which what? She must be okay. I want to do some math here. Grandmother, <laughs> grandmother is ninety, and then you our great grandmother's ninety. Then you have regular grandmother. She's probably seventy. Probably seventy. So I mean, sixty-nine. She was, so so the other one was twenty or twenty-one. And then, do we never, do we ever meet her mother? Yeah, they, she's talking on the phone. She's like, I'm stuck in traffic here on the 405, but my GPS is not taking me. That's her mom. Okay, so she, the main girl's 18. 17. 17, yeah. No, she's 18. I just oh, okay. checked that. He's oh. 17. Okay. Cause, oh! Because we, we see her side boobs. Bow, she's got to be legal. It's in Japan, so no one cares. Like, she might be 17, side though. Boob. That's my side boob. That's from Family, family, family guy. guy, yeah. I don't like it. Anyways, I, I, okay, hate, I hate it's, it's weird. <laughs> Something, some sort of math here doesn't add up. No, no, none of the stuff <laughs> adds up because the only logical explanation is that the great grandmother had these kids when she was like fifteen years old. Yeah, because there's so many of them. Yeah, there's so many of them, and she had like six kids and one illegitimate child. Well, the illegitimate child was from her, her husband. <laughs> her husband's illegitimate So child. that and that guy must have been old and still getting some action. So yeah. props to him. <laughs> poor crickets. We're more like ew. Yeah, it's a little yucky. No, it's gross. But um so he's he meets all the family. Yeah, and they do the whole like uh sound of music lineup like this is more or less. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, okay, I liked this point. I liked that this point come back, came back where how they were proud of their family history and they were talking about all the battles that they won with yeah. overwhelming odds and stuff like that. I mean, even though, who knows if it's true, it's still kind of a cool, you know, Japanese That's family thing. exposition. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. More exposition. But the thing that's so creepy in this movie, is the one character I hate is her... Cousin Horndog. Like, I forget his name. It's like Soto or something. The like. one who's the police officer? He's not even, like, he wears a police officer's uniform, but I think he's like a security guard. Or he something. had handcuffs. Well, Gosh, security guards out, have. Oh, okay. Like, if he was, like, a government security guard. Like, he, yeah. he, he didn't have a gun. I didn't notice that. But, but. He, he was like, 
Natsuki can't have a boyfriend. I want to be her boyfriend. You're her cousin, dude. It's freaking weird. I don't know if that's a Japanese thing. Thanks, like Japan. The amount of, like, wannabe incest in that was, mm. was just yicky. It was really creepy. And it looks like you liked it, Alex. Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was just weird. Like, because her cousin's in love with her. She's in love with Uncle Exposition to an uncomfortable level where she... Yeah, because... This is where Kenji finds out that he's supposed to be her... Fiance, fiance boyfriend. boyfriend. I, I was gonna be like yeah. Beyonce, something like that. Because because I heard Beyonce. <laughs> she introduces him to her grandmother, and the grandmother is like gives him like this man test about would you die for her, and like apparently like it's really important <laughs> to have like a strong male role model in for a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he's like maybe <laughs> the best answer ever. <laughs> So like because it has been sprung on him at this point, he doesn't know that that's why he was there was to role play as her boyfriend, which is a real dick move on her part. Yeah, yeah, she's she pulls a real like she plays the bitch card pretty well. Yeah, and on top, Chichi, nice. And on top of that, she's like, "Well, you get to cuddle with me, and we have to be all lovey dovey." Like, how far are you willing to go? Yeah, that's yeah it. It's just like, we have to act like a couple now. And it's and more or less like, you're going to have to pork me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, well, that, that's to, what I was reading. We have to do it for grandma. Do it for grandma. Or else she'll die. <laughs> great grandma. Great, great grandma. No, they called her something grandma. else. They called her something else. Um, old lady? Hag? Someone calls her a hag at one point. That, that's Uncle Exposition. Yes. Um, so. He was awesome. At this point, favorite we've character. met everyone, and then we are introduced via the internet to my favorite character, who is King Cosmo. Now, do you like the Avatar King Cosmo? No, I like the, the kid. Okay. I like the kid. Okay. Well, yeah, because we'll be, we the Avatar is awesome, though. Yeah. Well, we see. Well, that's the thing. Okay, can we take, can we talk about that for a little bit? Sure. So, in this virtual world, like at the very, be- very, very beginning of the episode of the episode of the issue movie <laughs> that I have an issue with, at the very beginning of the movie, there, there's like a 10 or 5 minute exposition dump about what Oz is and about how you can join Oz and create your avatar and they kind of go through creating your avatar mm-hmm. and all the avatars that they show people creating and the majority of the ones we see in there are like these cutesy little like fuzzy like little like I have a dumpling for a head and right. a human body or, or his friend is an 8-bit head yeah exactly yeah. an 8-bit style head that just is 2D and moves like flat I like that I liked one. the guy that was the flying bullet train yeah there was a bullet train <laughs> that had wings yeah. but like so some of them the majority that you see are like these cutesy little things and I would have loved to have them got like gone into how you upgrade your avatar because the the guy who plays King Kazuma is that his name? King Kazuma King Kazuma he's like this Badass white rabbit that's like looks like he's from a fighting anime. Right. He's jacked and he's just like wrecking all these dudes. He's on like some sort of like not a speed run, but he's on a um in like a time trial thing where he has to like fight all these enemies. Yeah, he's yeah, he, he reminded me of like Hundred Man Smash. Yeah, in Smash Brothers. Well, in Smash Brothers, where you're clearly overpowered, but yep. Uh, yeah, and like you just like flick everything right. off and whatnot. He's also wearing the Back to the Future shoes. Did you notice that? And the Back to the Future um, life preserver. Yeah, he's got the Nike mags on. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, so, so like, but he looks like a character. He doesn't right. look like a generic thing. And I think I think you have to win a bunch of matches 
I would imagine. In, in the but, PvP zone, yeah. like, I think you have to win a bunch of matches in order to get that sophisticated, because if you look at... I would have liked to have learned the, the intricacies of that, because that, that interested me. I agree. Yeah. I feel like they're like, oh, well, we only have two hours, so... Which is fair. I mean, I understand I'm not going to get all my questions answered, and I yeah. have to fill in the, the gaps, but it's like... That's the story that I'm interested in. I wish they had cut out all the stupid baseball stuff and answered your question. Yeah, that's one plot point that I hated. Yeah, the baseball stuff was really stupid. Or cut them, uh, cut out the part where they eat when they're then complaining about not having time. (laughs) Yes. Because you you just cut that out and then add that time somewhere else where it's actually important. That was one thing that drove me crazy with the baseball stuff is because they never say that that the pitcher is her, you know... Her son. They never I think the only reason I knew that was because you and Haley were like, yeah. oh, that's her son. Right. And, I was and like, that's, oh, only, okay. that's only because we sat through the entire movie Being like, and what? the first time and we're like, why is she so invested? And then he's like, mom, you didn't tell me grandma died? Like, Well, they, they do say at one point that we need to call so-and-so and they're like, well, we'll call him after his game. Right. And I think that that was when you first get the idea that Yeah, but it could have been anyone's game. Like, True. I mean, they make you figure a whole bunch of stuff it's out. It's a weird thing. I, it has to be a metaphor for something. They did do one or two creative things with the baseball game. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have it being like, oh, it's going into over Not overtime. Extra innings. Extra, extra innings. innings. There you go. Never. I don't know sports. <laughs> go sports. Sport, go sports. Sports, go sports. But, like, it's going into extra innings. And that was during a scene in the... Like, it was paralleling with them fighting on the internet. Right. And, like, it was taking longer than they thought. So, like, that was... Cl- I don't even say it's clever. It was good, like, but it was. I we didn't need that to be the uh, unnecessary. Yeah, and okay. So here's one thing: at the dinner, when right before everything happens, right before like all the crap hits the fan, Mm -hmm. the dinner when Uncle Exposition. Yeah, that's what I was about to talk about. Okay. So when he when he comes up. Did you notice all the product placement? Like they had, they had. Well, I saw the Dr Pepper early on. They had the Dr Pepper. I, I mentioned it. Yeah, they had Dr Pepper, but the other can was Mountain Dew, and uh-huh. then uh, uh, Cosmo uh, was wearing an Adidas shirt. I did see his. All and, of his and, shirts were like and l- Sensei. Logos. And Sensei Grandpa was wearing a Yamaha. Yep. And yep. then they were drinking Sapo beer yep. or Sopa beer. Oh, I didn't know that was an actual beer. Yeah, it's Sapporo? a real. It's yeah. What is it? Sapporo. Sapporo. Which is a Japanese beer. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, I've never had Japanese beer. Is that good? Um, my mom loves it. We get it when we go to Hibachi all the time. Oh, I'll because he pours it. Uncle Exposition shows up, and he's like, "Well, at least the beer is good." And he's holding it so you can see the label. So it it reminded me of like in Lost in Translation, like for a good time. Oh yeah, have Centauri times. Well, like. see that they were doing that as a a knock on all yep. the product placement. I feel like. That's what they're telling people, but I'm pretty sure for this budget they were getting... I, I'm sure they were getting paid for it, but they were still using it as a commentary. Yeah. At least Bill Murray's character was using it as a commentary. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about in the movie. The, oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about... Yeah, Lost in Translation. Lost in I understood what was going on there. I was just going to let it... You knew that we were both having a miscommunication? <laughs> yes. Nice. It was Lost in Translation. Uh-huh. Oh! oh welcome to the bagel yeah. basket, <laughs> right? It was bagel. So are we going to just do a, a close-up of Alex sleeping on a bed and like... With a mosquito net around him and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was doing. I meant in uh, Lost in Translation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Lost in Translation. So at this dinner, uh, they're like, "Oh, so Kenji, you're gonna, you know, knock up a uh, uh, Natsuki." Like they like, did say that. They're, they're like, like, "Oh, are you here because she's in the family way?" Yeah. Which is that's a really old saying. Did yeah. you already get her pregnant? Yeah, that's exactly. And then, they, and then when they said no, they were like, "Why well, not?" Maybe you should. Yeah. Like, it's like, 
Mother, that's that's how this family got the way it is. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, that's yeah, how they're they, eighteen, seventeen. What? Well, it's it's Japanese culture. Like, start a family, <sighs> work for Nintendo. I wish. I wish I had an uncle who worked for Nintendo. So then, then Uncle Exposition shows up, and you find out that he's been gone forever, and he just randomly showed up. And ten he, years. You know how I know that? They said it like thirty times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're ripping on this movie. I actually did enjoy it. I, though. I love this movie. I don't mean to be so, like overly this, critical. This it was, was the first anime I, I ever bought on. I thought DVD. it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I, I all all of his movies that I've seen, I thought were fine. Mm-hmm. Not great. Um, this. Fits in right with it. Wait, okay. you didn't like Wolf Children? Um, I've never seen Wolf Children. Wolf Children uh, is... That's the only one I haven't seen. That's the probably girl, his best. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time is fine. This is fine. I haven't uh, seen that one. The Boy and the Beast. I love the, the Boy Beast and the, the Boy. The Boy and the Beast. The Beast and the Boy um, is fine. The Beastie I, Boys. I, I don't know. Most of his movies follow the same kind of thing for me, where the general overarching plot is cool, but everything in between, I hate. Like, I hated everything that wasn't in this movie directly related to what was happening. The big bad. Uh, like, I, I read, like, the baseball. The, the, the family the drama baseball stuff. Stiff, yeah. The, the, the dinner. The, the dinner. Like, I hated all of it. When they were, like, boringly droning on exposition at me instead mm-hmm. of just, like, letting the story happen, I, I hated it. Like, but overall, I thought the movie was pretty good, and it's gorgeous. Well, yeah. yeah it's well, a gorgeously shot movie. Well, shot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know yeah, what you mean. Kind of. Oh, yeah, like, it was honestly um, made. Yeah, it it was made by Madhouse, who have also. I know. I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but um, they animated One Punch Man. They animated Hunter x Hunter. They're like a really. They're a small studio, mm-hmm. but they put out amazing work. Yeah, I think they did stuff on Your Name, which is probably one of my favorite films in like yeah. the last ten years. I, I'm pretty sure they did The Girl Who Leapt Through Time too. That's probable. I think they did. That would make sense. I'll look it up right now. So so after dinner and after Uncle Exposition shows up and upsets everyone, um, they're at bath time. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. It's weird. Well, we were talking about this in the last episode about how just Japanese people tend to have these like community baths more and like because it was it was the main girl was bathing the children, but she was clearly also taking a bath as right. well. Right. Everyone in that bathroom was naked. Yep. It was. Accurate. Weird. So, so then um, they're like, oh, Kenji, it's your t- turn to take a bath. And he's walking down the hall and he gets embarrassed because a little girl is running bare ass down the hallway. And he's like, oh, no. And then, like, Natsuki shows up. Also bare ass. And he's like, <gasps> like, that's one thing that, like, I forgot to talk about in the last podcast is, like, in this movie, they do it a ton, like, the whole. <sighs> yeah. And like, the heavy and breathing. And slowly turns red. That's super anime. Like, that's, like. <clears throat> stereotypical anime yep. comedy yeah but when he's like scared like he just starts going <laughs> i can promise we watch we listen to the english dub i can guarantee you the japanese voice acting would be a million times worse yeah mm. they are so much about like yeah. <laughs> it's like things like that it's no it's i'm 100 no. serious like that's how it goes like you're good at sounding japanese was i or was that was that mean Domo arigato, yeah. Alex son. Roboto. I'm Alex Sama. You're right. Madhouse did do a girl who loved her time. Oh, nice. Nice. So why well, you keep me around? So uh, oh, before that, we're introduced to to Cosma, who turns out to be King Cosma, and 
uh, was it Dwight or was it Alex? You pointed out, like, that kid should not be that tan. That's that was Dwight. Me. Well, he's, like, super dark. And they, <laughs> he looks like Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, and, and, they, and they establish early on that he just sits in this one closet playing this online game. Mm-hmm. And he should look like Crispin Glover pale. Yeah, everyone else is super pale. Why is he so dark? Well, beforehand, we're like, well, maybe his dad, maybe... You guys are saying that. No, not me. He, it was I, him. Could, I couldn't remember. Matt could, did wolf children, too. I couldn't mm. remember, and I was like, maybe it's his dad? And then his dad shows up, and his, his dad... His dad's paler than he is. Yeah, and I was like, what is going on? So, Cosma, you find out he's one of those... There's a term in, in Japanese culture for people who like to be shut in and, like, be away from... Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I know what you mean, though. <clears throat> Let's go with hermit. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's not a gaijin. It's not a. It's not an otaku. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. So he, he's like that, and then that night we cut to, um, what's his name? Kenji can't Kenji. sleep. Yep. Because he's lying to he's lying to a ninety year old woman. Is he lying or is girl lying? She's lying, but he's in a set. He's an accessory. Yeah. Ahiki Komorio. Moro. Yeah, close enough. Hiko Kamoro? Sure. There you go. Hiko Kamoro. That nailed it. Scott knew it. Um, I only know it because they mentioned it a million times in Ready Player One because one of the characters has that. Oh. Or two of the characters. This, so, this is why I have a phone. <laughs> I don't. So he gets a text message or an email, and he thinks it's work because he did say he would work from home or work from... Yeah, because it just said, it was just a text it message from with a Oz. bunch of numbers from Oz that said, solve me. So, and he works for Oz, so I just assumed he thought it was a, a, work, a thing. work thing, yeah. And then he breaks the internet. Yeah, well, but from what I understood, he did it wrong, though. Well, right. wasn't, well, we didn't, we'll yeah. We'll find out, but so, yeah. He, so he didn't break the internet. Right, but he was the first person to get the email, Right. so that's why. Well, he was the first person to respond. Well, first person to respond, so that's why. Whoever responded to the email more or less, it was a, it was a hacker email. It right. didn't matter what you responded to it. Whoever responded to it got their accounts hacked. Okay, and that I makes think sense. his was the one. His was either the one with the highest level of clearance, or it was. I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was the first. No, he yeah. was the he, at the time he was the highest level of clearance and, to open it, and that's why um, the thing that took over him was able to take over the rest of the internet because mm-hmm. he gets his his avatar is taken over by a computer virus called Love Machine. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, you find out later that Uncle Exposition created the thing. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> kind of. Go. So, <laughs> so Uncle Exposition created this thing, and it's because he was in America. So did he name it Love Machine? Because when he got to America, he just became encompassed, and the song Love Machine was like. Or maybe he was a love machine in America. Oh. And he possible. wouldn't work for nobody but you. I, I bet you that's it. Or maybe that's. Or, or maybe the writer was just like, what's the most ridiculous thing we can call this? Love machine. Or maybe it's supposed to be because like, it's taking over other things like a love machine. It's in, what's take, a love machine? Something that won't work for nobody but you. <laughs> I've watched these videos yeah, on the internet yeah, yeah. that have these love machines in them, and they're like these giant <laughs> things that kind of like jackhammer into... <laughs> oh, God, jeez. <laughs> If you want to cut that, I totally understand. <laughs> oh, boy. I think that's what a love machine is. Jesus. 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> so love machine. Is it like that? Um, that thing, that chair that George Clooney makes in Burn After Reading. One hundred percent. That's a love machine. Okay. That's who's building it for you. <laughs> so and it won't work for nobody but me. So, um, Kenji wakes up after like sleeping not at all that night. Yeah. To, to the little kids going, you're under arrest. Yeah, more or less. They like jump on him, and they're like, yeah, "You're a bad guy," or something like that. They, they said, "You're under arrest." They said, "Cause he says one, the little brother goes, you 'You're under arrest.' I found him, commissioner, and he's like, "Good work." And I'm like, "When did you guys pass the detective's exam?" <laughs> well, they were. Well, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. So when did they? So then Kenji wakes up, finds out that he may have caused all of this. And he's well, he didn't know he caused anything. Like he just goes and he finds out that the internet has been taken down. Right, mm-hmm. but then he sees CNN, which they they say CNN by name like four times. Did in the, they? I yeah. did not catch that ever. And um, he's trying to unplug the TV because he doesn't want. Because well, any- he doesn't want the family to find out that he's apparently an internationally wanted criminal. And then time. they find out he is an internationally wanted criminal. Because yep. uh- Chi-Chi shows up and is like, "Goku, you need to learn how to drive." Oh no, <laughs> guy, you're a bad guy. Nice. Yeah, Kenji, uh, and Call she's back. like, yeah, she's like, wait a minute, he never went to uh, Tokyo uh, Tokyo University, and he didn't study abroad in America. Uncle Exposition did all of that. Oh wait, didn't Natsuki have like a giant crush on him? And we're like, thanks, movie. It's mm. creepy and weird. Like, yeah, but it's what's really creepy is how nonchalant they are about. It. They're like, oh yeah, she had a crush on him. Like, yeah, they're, oh, they're right? like, oh, that's normal. She wanted to bang her uncle. My problem is like, A, that's weird. Why would you even mention that? And B, what does that have to do with the movie? It has nothing like, to do with the movie. Yeah, there's no plot um, significance for her having a crush on her uncle. That's how I feel about a lot of the flippant, like, weird lines in this the movie. The only plot like, exposition is that's where she got the idea. That's where she got all this information to right. give his backstory. But she didn't need to ha- have a crush on him or, like, want to do him. Like, she just <laughs> needed to, like, I don't know, respect him or yeah, like, like him or something like, like that. like, honor him. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, or, like, miss him, even. Like that, that, too. It was just weird. Maybe it's a translation thing. It's possible. I, I don't know. But it got lost? Nice. Callback. <clears throat> Callback joke. It got lost in translation? But there's that scene where Scarlett Johansson's like lying on the bed. Nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. But but we changed it to Alex this time. Oh. Ooh. Oh. I get to lie on a bed with a mosquito net. <laughs> All right. Like Kenji. There Kenji we go. Julio. So the world is going crazy at this point. Like everything's been shut down. Yeah, and like water mains are breaking, which means Natsuki's dad can't get there, and all the GPSs are messed up. Yeah. And, and uh. Her uncles can't get there because they're firefighters and EMTs and, like, all these people's, like, life alerts are going up, which that scared me, like, the first time I saw it. The concept of that is, is kind of terrifying. Yeah, like, of, like be a person and your your pacemaker goes off and you think you're having a heart attack. Well, it wasn't their pacemakers. It was their life alerts. Life alerts, right. right. Yeah. Like, a phone Because a pacemaker, if their, their pacemaker was going off, they would legitimately die because but, that's what regulates your but, heartbeat. But the great-grandmother had a life alert thing like that that was monitoring her heart. Yeah. Right. And it didn't go off. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and she croaks. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but... And ice cubes. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that was... Oh, oh wait till we get there because yeah. I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> so, um... Uh, 
the grand the great grandmother picks up the phone and she's like, I know what to do. I'm gonna use this old rotary phone and yeah. I'm gonna dial all first off, how did she get the number to the EMT ambulance? Like oh, she she called the ambulance direct. Yeah. And and he asks, How'd you get this number? And, and she's like, Shut up. Yeah, just, shut up. Forget don't, about don't it. Don't ask me. Hand and, then, and then there's like a five to ten minute sequence, like it felt like forever. I don't know how long it actually it was. was. Long. She, a really long sequence of her calling literally everyone and saving the world. Question. My mark. favorite part of that is like, remember when we used to do this in the old days? What were you guys? Were you like the team in Captain America? Yeah. And like, I like. But she they called, would be on the other side. I like when she called someone and she was like, "I punched you in the face fifty years ago. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> Help my kids or something. Help the know. world. Help the yeah." World. And then Love Machine Will sees, the sees that. And then kills her for it. Yeah, Love Machine sees, oh my god, all my work is, is going to, like, hell because she's using old technology of talking to people. Mm. Like, this could be a giant I, metaphor for, like, communication. I, I did like that. Like, when, when you frame it like that, and I did notice that during the movie, when you frame it that she's going outside of the, like, constraints of technology in order to um, solve the problems, yeah. that, was kinda, that, that was pretty creative. I, I agree. Because she uses, like... An old rotary phone. Yep. And she calls people the old-fashioned way and, like, yeah. works it out through networking. And she's like, you contact these people and tell them to do this. You right. get here. Although, and she even says, like, you, you write a letter or, like, or mm-hmm. use, like, Morse code. Like, Here's my issue with this, though, is because she's specifically telling people, like, go here, go here, do this, go here. They've established that no one can freaking move because traffic is at a standstill right. everywhere. I don't get how she was helping. That's they, why, they, that's why she called the police and called the the fire department and EMTs mm-hmm. and she's like well police why don't you get, get out go in the street and start directing traffic like normal people do hmm. okay All right. <laughs> you win that's so, a good point so she has to die I guess people might jetpack places it's Japan it is Japan mm-hmm. and um, I do like I don't know if I liked this but this also this goes back to the like weird interpretations of the internet when uh, love machine nice. was taking down the internet and he was like knocking around like pinballs and dominoes and stuff <laughs> like that and, which was representing him making everything in the internet fall I think that's the best animated scene in the whole movie like him destroying the world I don't uh, okay that's fair I, I, I that's not my favorite animated scene but that's uh, that one was visually interesting I, I, I just really think it's that. so clever I think it's an interesting interpretation of like how do you actually show that mm-hmm. like that's a fine way to do it but I I, I don't hate it and I don't like it <laughs> I did like it wasn't my favorite but yeah. it was good so but, then she takes Kenji aside and she's like well, I know you're not really the guy but you probably are the guy for her yeah that was also weird like she, well because she we, knows we, she's we gonna left die. The, we left out the part where, um, not creepy uncle, but the uncle uh, exposition. Uh, not uncle exposition. The no, other one. Maybe some, there's creepy uncle. Some cop arrest. Cop, cop, cop uncle. Oh, cop yeah. uncle who is also in love with her, but doesn't want it. That's to, cousin Horndog. Cousin Horndog. When cousin Horndog arrests Kenji because Ken, like he saw on TV that Kenji's the one who quote unquote caused this, and like he tries to take him into town, and then he's like. Now the traffic's bad, so he just went home. Like that was also one of those moments that was like, okay, like did did we have to go through them sitting in traffic? And, right, we didn't. But I don't forget where I was going with that. Uncle Horndog was a weirdo. I hated. Him. And then, okay, that happened, and so like that's why. So at this point, the family hates Kenji. Yep. So that's why I think the grandmother being like, "You're a good guy," held held so much weight. Right. Because he stands up to everyone too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, not yet. But they also find out that that was after you find out that um, Uncle Exposition, Uncle Exposition uh, created it, right? Because he like tells everyone he's like, "By the way, I did this," <laughs> and then Grandma attacks him with a sword, yeah, or a, a, a stick sword, and then she realizes she's gonna die. Do you think she realized? I she think was she going knew. Like this is so? this is like the fourth or fifth time I've watched. This. Oh, okay, I, d- and, I didn't get that. Maybe I would have picked up more on it if I'd seen it multiple times. That's why she says like, "Take care of her." Mm, I think she knows okay. she's gonna die. I think she knows she pissed off the internet and it's her time. <laughs> she pissed off the internet and it's her time. Well, th- that's a whole theme in the whole movie. Like, it feels very Reddit. Guys, don't piss off the internet. Well, he's getting uh, Cosmo's getting trolled after he gets like beaten in the ring by Love Machine, and this was before trolling was really big. Right. This was like two thousand six, two thousand nine, like that time. Mm. So yeah. I mean, I, that that sequence was fun when um when White Rabbit Cosma fought uh, Hindu God Love <laughs> Love Machine. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. So then, like in the middle of the night, uh, Kenji after having his heart to heart with Great Grandma, and she's like, "Well, I'm probably gonna die now, so take care of my granddaughter, and you know, have a good time. Yeah, stick it to her. And stick it to her." <laughs> and he, oh, and then he wakes up in the middle of the night to everyone screaming. He's like, "What's going on? What's going on, man? I hope nothing bad happened to Great Grand." Oh no. Uh, that scene was good. I, I liked that sequence. It was really, it was relatively effective. Yeah, I mean, and I think you pointed out Dwight. No, Alex did. Oh, about how she was collapsed. They were like they giving were her CPR. That, that was probably the worst animation in the movie, where his arms were literally going through her body. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, it wasn't a perspective thing. It, it was that he was like punching holes in her chest. <laughs> yeah, and they, they were just like, "Nah, we're just gonna we'll let this happen." I wish they added in the right sound effects, so you just heard like. <laughs> Ah, uh, I can't crack this in. There we go. Yeah, so you just hear the cracking of grandma. Yeah. Cracking her stop wings. it! Stop it! Yeah, She's she already, already dead. dead. Yeah, she was already dead, so why'd we have to freeze her body? <laughs> yeah. So, basically, everyone's like, we need to give up. We should just give up and, and let this thing, like, do what it's gonna do. And that's when Kenji stands up to everyone. Well, I liked that moment. The you What... One of the things I really liked in this movie was the quiet moments after like the big con- like after the big explosive stuff. So the the tracking shot of the family mourning mm-hmm. that I thought was, that beautiful. was beautiful. beautiful. It was beautifully done. It was just the right amount of like slow pacing, enough time to let the emotion of what just happened sink in. It was effective. I liked it. I like when movies give you that time to breathe. Yeah, that was it needs great. to be done. Yeah, and but the weird part in that scene was when. Natsuki's like, make these tears stop. That's super Japanese. Like, there are so many things in anime that's all about, like, I can't contain my emotions and I need to discuss them with you. And you can stop my emotions just by putting your hand on me and our souls will connect. Like, that's a very Japanese anime thing. I agree, but I I feel like that the point of that scene was was good but the way it was executed was not what's the point that they started to fall in love or something well yeah and and how emotional she was about her her great-grandmother dying and how he was there to, to, to console her like that whole thing them coming getting closer together i liked everything mm-hmm. that it was saying i didn't like how it was saying that scene reminded me of did you see monsters ball 
No. no. If Monsters that's where Halle Berry shows. No, that's sort No, of. she does it in yeah. Monsters yeah. Oh, Ball. She, yeah, she shows okay. her boobs. <laughs> yeah, but in, in that, there's a scene after her, her son dies. Her son dies, and she goes to Billy Bob Thornton, and she basically gets naked and goes, make the pain stop, and says pretty much what the, the granddaughter says in this. Mm. So I was like, this is going to get weird, isn't it? it People respond to tragedies in different ways. Some want their hands held. Some, some want, want Billy Bob Thornton to do well, stuff to him. I feel like that's what the point of the the baseball watching was supposed to be. That was how she was grieving. Right. I was just about to. But, but I didn't. It, I didn't think it came oh, yeah, through. I don't think that I didn't, Yeah, great grandma died, but yeah, walk him. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it was her way of like connecting to her child of, and her way of grieving through her grand. Okay, that makes, but, that makes but, but, but her way of grieving before in the montage was better because she was breastfeeding her child. She was connecting. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it just didn't land for me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of things in this movie didn't land for me. I was actually shocked that you told me the concept of this this movie, Scott, about like the internet kind of rebelling and it kind of becomes um, uh, war games at the end, which it did. Yep. For all of that, the amount of time that didn't take place in the internet was actually shocking to me. And I don't know if I liked that or didn't like it. I do like that we met these characters and we learned stuff about them. I just wish that certain things they had done were more interesting. I feel like they animated most of this movie with the internet stuff, and then they felt they didn't have enough, so then they added in extra stuff. Well, there's a lot of stuff outside yeah. of the internet. Like, yeah. I feel like a good, a larger portion of this movie is outside the internet than inside 100%. the One hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent true. But I feel like they overcompensated. I I agree. I, a lot of it felt like padding and like yeah, it felt filler. like it felt like which secondary is insane film. for for an animated movie. You don't want to have any sort of filler because every second that's up on the screen is so much money. Yep, and it's so much time. Like it's crazy to me. I mean, I agree. I, this also leads into something that I thought was ridiculous that I know you all hate, which is the ice. Oh my god, well, the, the ice, ice is dumb as shit. The ice was so dumb. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get into the ice. So, so. <laughs> do you want to fast forward through it? And sure. We get, so, long story short, um, the love machine is now love machining a. Um, they've been talking about in the background uh, a satellite that's in outer space, and I liked how they did that. Like they they brought up the satellite multiple times, and eventually love machine love machines the um, satellite and starts to crash it into what we think is going to be a nuclear web uh, nuclear silo, silo yeah. which is going to cause massive amounts of destruction. Right. So the world is basically being like freaking out. They're like. The world is ending. What do we do? Well, before and everyone in the family is like, "This is all your fault." To to um, Uncle Exposition and mm-hmm. and well, Uncle Exposition was gone by this point. Uncle yeah, Exposition was right, right. before he, Grandma died. He was gone, but they're they're still saying this is all his fault. Yeah, they need is... to find him and beat him up because this right. is yeah, all his fault. And that's when Kenji becomes a man. Right. But then they also decide, "Hey, let's have dinner because whatever." Oh my well, god! Well, sequence. Okay, so 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 the satellite is falling. Do they? St- Start building the supercomputer while the satellite is falling? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we have three hours, and in three hours, they build a gigantic supercomputer, hook up a bunch of monitors, and everyone in the family gets connected into the internet. Yeah. Yeah. They also have to set up... a homemade air conditioner with a bunch of blocks of ice. Yeah, because they're afraid that the supercomputer is going to overheat. Which... And this is an old house that doesn't have central air. Yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, 
they also bring in a, a giant fishing ship and then splash and drop it down in a koi pond. Okay, the fishing ship was supposed to be the generator because there was a giant yep. generator in it. Mm-hmm. That's what's powering everything. And they hooked the, the ship to the computer and then to a satellite that the uncle stole from the military? That's right. Right. Yeah. The uncle stole it from the military. From Snowden, as you said. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> hanging out with. Yeah, I was like, uh, my friend Eddie Snowden. Well, because you, they were like, oh, what's your job? And you were like, well, I work with Edward Snowden. Shh, <laughs> <laughs> it's secret. That was that whole sequence was weird. Like every, <laughs> the amount of coincidences in this movie astound me. Yeah. And okay, without these things happening, it wouldn't be a movie. But you even said, oh, no, no, actually, no, it is explained at the end. Because we were trying to be like, why did the uncle come here? And like both Alex and I were like, well, because the script said so. Yeah. There was no other reason for him to come there. You do end up finding out that he actually did love the grand- great-grandmother, and he was there respecting her birthday, right. and he was super happy for he, it. He also saw a little boy in the train station holding hands with his grandmother. and it- Which reminded him of him. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, because he was a bastard. So cute. Yeah, but like the fact that uncle who would create the virus would be at this one house with the kid who would leak the virus, Mm -hmm. also at the same house with the one kid who can beat the virus. Mm -hmm. It's like this one family is very important. Yeah, and that's what they're they're trying to nail home like the whole time. They've always been important throughout history. Oh yeah, my god! Very, okay, okay. No, that's actually not that clan. bad. Okay, fine, fine. The Vegeta clan. The Vegeta oh, clan. Or whatever they're actually well, called. It was the Fajita clan, I think. It was I called it the Fajita clan. Vegeta. Uh, uh, they don't have the name. Ten of the... chicken. How vagina. many, how many family, family Guy, guy references can I make? Two. I hate Family Guy. Me too. I don't I like it. So, so they set up the supercomputer because they've come up with a plan that they're using an old military strategy from the family's past to try and defeat this um, the super virus. Yeah, the strategy is you put uh, the other army in a locked area. And, you, and then you drown it. <laughs> you drown them, you fill it. So basically you have to think back in several times, they put these poor people in a building and then they flooded it <laughs> so that they drowned. One, one thing I did like about that sequence is that they had the fire truck or the firefighter people be the people with the hoses. That brings up more questions though about how the avatars yeah. work. Yeah. Like, right. Cause that, that, that's another question I had that I thought was so weird. Cause they're having a, a phone conversation mm-hmm. like the way a normal person would talk on the phone and then they cut to a close-up of the phone and it's these two avatars, yeah, it's talking. avatars talking to each other. It's like, I, I, it was that like a, a web chat app or something I, like that? Or I, Yeah, I wish I knew how it worked, but I still liked in execution how like, it was what, like what the firefighter is going to be the one who activates the wire. Right, right. That was cool. I agree. That was, but like, did he like, these people didn't see. Oh, they said they'd been playing games for thirty years. Yeah. So they must have like actively worked on. Right. They said they avatars. haven't had. They haven't played video right. games in thirty I, years. I thought yeah. one of them said he did. Yeah, one of the and guys the other said, was like I'm rusty. One of the guys was like thirty years worth of video games. Worth of video like, games. Okay. Yeah. The other one was like I haven't I'm, played yeah. in a while. I'm yeah. rusty. And, That's and what I was. think wasn't the EMT guy also a pill? Yeah, was, was, yeah, he, he was a pill. He, a pill? he was my favorite one because of the line he says once the um, whale kings activate. Yeah, he goes, "I don't know what you just did, but thank you." <laughs> which which <laughs> summed, up, summed up everything I felt about this movie. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what just happened, but thanks for making it beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It did look really nice. So, I disagree with you. so King Cosmo fights the Hindu god. 
you know, icon. They drowned him. And then this is where we all get angry. Well, well hold on. That was my favorite animated scene of the movie, which when, was the everything turning into doors and then them closing him yep. and then him breaking out. Like every every part of that animation sequence mm-hmm. was amazing to me. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous. Well, they're about to win because they locked him in there and they're about to drown him. Yep. And then Cousin Horndog... Oh. <laughs> Cousin Horndog takes all the ice and puts it in with uh, Great Grandma. They're like, oh, it's going to be a hot one today. We don't want your dead corpse to get upset. Like, Yeah. Like, does he not understand what the rest of the house is doing? Like, that's what... Well, yeah, yeah. It's, he doesn't care. I can understand why he's doing it because, A, this is... Like, the whole movie is about how you grieve. Yep. And, and he's... Very attached to his his grandmother. It's his grandmother, right? Yeah, yeah it's his grandmother. Yes. Yep. He's attached to his grandmother and like is still having trouble coping with the fact that she's dead and wants her to be comfortable. It might be his great grandmother because he calls him her cousin. Okay, maybe no, but he's her second. He's Natsuki's second cousin. Okay, that would be right. So, so I'm like, uh, I'm like, I understand why he's doing it, but. Does he not understand that they're trying to save the world? From a nuclear explosion? Right, like, I don't think he cares. Uh, From a nuclear explosion? I don't think he how cares. He's an idiot. How do you, yeah, yeah. That's why he's my, I hate him. He's, how do you he's not, my Chi-Chi. Like, how can you not go like, hey... I understand that this is what I want to do, but they're also trying to save the world from a nuclear explosion, and I should, you know, just let that happen. So, so then the uh, love machine gets out and he, and they're like how did this happen and then he comes in holding the eyes he's like look at you you lazy douchebags like playing video games and yeah. that this is when Co- King Cosma does my favorite thing he just punches the guy in the face because we were all thinking of the whole like movie right yeah that guy needs don't re- you don't read my mind <laughs> yeah. I don't want to punch him I wanted to kick him let's I'll, try Scott I wanted to love Jerk. machine him but no, I agree. It, it was that was a very satisfying moment. Seeing people who act like idiots get their comeuppance makes me feel good, and so that moment made me feel good. So I, that, I love violence. Then Love Machine basically is now the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. He's, yeah, it's taken over like what four million avatars or yeah, four million four, accounts. Four or million. Yeah. Forty million. Forty, 40? million. Yeah, forty yeah. million. Okay, that sounds right. So then, a bunch. then. Cosma tries to fight him, gets enveloped, and then they play a game of Mahjong or what? What is uh, that game? Uh, Hanafuda. Hanafuda. So this is actually kind of cool because koi koi. I, I koi 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 koi. I didn't realize this at first because I don't I don't know much about Hanafuda, but um, Hanafuda actually and should for you too, Alex, hold like a special place in my heart because um, Nintendo before they were a video game manufacturer, they manufactured toys. Nintendo was founded in um, like 1890, and the very first thing they ever manufactured was Hanafuda cards. That's we would not have Mario without Hanafuda. Okay, okay I'm, I'm fine with that, yeah. but I'm just saying it's cool. Yeah. But like the fact that they would like made Hanafuda this like crux Because Natsuki had to do something. Because Natsuki was just... The whole movie, Natsuki was just like this damsel in distress, Mary Sue, like... Like she, you just used two very different terms. Okay, well, she, <laughs> a, a damsel in distress, I feel by definition, cannot be a Mary Sue. Okay, well, she was a damsel in dis- distress, and then they turned her into a Mary Sue. I don't disagree with that. That that okay, she definitely became. Was she a Mary Sue though? Because she ends well, up saving the day. But 
But I, I don't think she's a Mary Sue because she had faults at the beginning of the movie. True. So, well, I mean, she... For me, she was like Rey in The Force Awakens. Like, but see, Rey, Rey in The Force Awakens doesn't falter the entire movie. She's just like amazing the entire time. Ka- What's her name? Koski? Natsuki. Natsuki. She like peaks and valleys. So yeah. that to me means she's not necessarily a Mary Sue. Am I incorrect in this? Uh, no, I, 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 I can agree with your logic. Okay. I, I can agree. I felt like she, what she did at the end felt overpowered and kind of out of nowhere. They had established that the family was good at playing Hanafuda, but okay. What, what I would have preferred them to do is what they ended up doing is that the, the love machine needed to be deactivated with a certain number of codes and that they had... Kenji just do the math in his head. They that did. freaked me out. Speaking of the math in the head, <laughs> well, yeah, oh yeah. Um, Sorry. My no. problem with the Hanafuda scene is that, and it, this is a like a personal thing, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea how that game works, so it didn't feel like it had any stakes to me. Yeah, and and and, quite it, quite. and it even went it went so quickly that I can't imagine anyone that actually understands the game. Have, have felt, felt any like, sort of stakes either. It didn't feel like it was actually important. They were just like, here, you need to know that they're playing a game to win. It doesn't matter. Like, you could put literally any game in there, and we're just going to fast forward through how it works. Well, what, what do you think? Like, someone in Japan's like, that is wrong. Well, that is right. It's possible. But, like, even... Like, <laughs> Smiling wealth. The first thing that comes to mind for me is, like, Casino Royale, watching the... Um, Texas Hold'em. The Texas Hold the, the poker uh, sequence. Ba- Baccarat. It was it was Baccarat. I'm talking about the the Daniel Craig the Daniel one. Craig That's one. Close to the original where, where they're playing. They're, I, play, they're playing Texas Hold'em. It feels really tense because I know what right what he has in his hand and that and like there are actual stakes involved. Like that was cool to me. I would have actually preferred this sequence if it was longer and held some sort of stakes where we're nervous for them maybe losing. And then, like the whole third act should have been a Hanafuda game, or right? Something like that. Right, exactly. The whole third act, it should have been a uh, with, with other things going on in the background, right, yes. like the other characters, because they set up that she was she had twelve minutes to do that. She, she had twelve minutes to do that, but not that. Like she was playing the Hanafuda game, and in the background, um, Uncle Exposition and and Koichi, Kenji, Kenji, and Kenji were trying to do something, but they never did anything. They were just like, oh, they're back there trying to. Tried to hack into something, right. and that never, nothing right. ever comes. That to never that. paid off. If if they had made that sequence longer and had them like trying to sneak in and like yeah. had maybe their avatars try to sneak into the other guy yeah, while right. he's playing and like try to mess with him, and that's why well, like they're, she, they're all she's able a to distraction, win. and and Kenji's gonna do the math. That's what they said she was, but then she didn't become one. No, she was the important part. Yeah. Like, yeah, she was the. I feel like the 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 best thing about this movie was how it portrayed what they were doing with their computers because what they were doing with their computers was just hitting buttons yes. and was boring like they, they portrayed it really coolly like I agree. showing king whatever cosmo cosmo fighting and then like cutting to her or him yeah yep. just being like just hitting buttons i was like oh cool they're they're showing me what they're doing which is boring mm-hmm. and then showing me what it looks like and so it would have been cool to see what um uncle exposition and um genji kenji kenji, kenji were doing in in the internet, like I that agree. that would have been a cool sequence to add in. Then that way I know what they're doing, how it has weight, and how it's actually important. But they were supposed to be draining his mana and supposed to be like 
deactivating him. And That's they, what was going, but it never happened. It never happened. So like it's it's like if we're gonna <sighs> stop a bad guy, and our caper and our distraction is Alex makes a guy stand sandwich to distract him, yeah. and we're we're You're supposed make to make a guy sandwich. I'm gonna make a, guy a sandwich, sandwich out of two guys. I'm gonna be okay. in the middle, and there's gonna be two guys. On <laughs> <the middle. laughs> no, like he he's Alex has to make a sandwich to okay. to distract this guy. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to knock him out, but we never do it. And he put poison in, and the guy dies. Right. That's exactly what it is. That's 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 that's, that's, per, that's a perfect um, analogy for what happened. Because and then everyone in the world supposedly knows how to play this game. Well, that's what I was gonna say. But instead of Alex putting the poison in, everyone else in the world comes by and puts a drop of poison in the in the sandwich. <laughs> to be fair, like okay, so so she's playing this Hanafuda game against him, and she gets she loses because uh, the way the betting worked, I actually liked that. Yeah. How like she had to like win back X amount of um accounts and then like it would exponentially increase right um and she's down to like 74 and then one it, it goes from 74 to 75 and then like uh, all the other people in the internet are like giving her power that felt so dragon ball z yeah everyone was lending their power it's for a spirit, spirit bomb, bomb. Yep, <laughs> which was amazing um so like i like that type of stuff like that for some reason whenever they do that in a in a movie tv show anything that strikes such an emotional chord with me and mm-hmm. i i that that was one of my favorite parts in the movie, and I think that might have been my favorite animated part. Right. When like everything right, exploding, like everything's like just ballooning behind her, all the people. Right. I, I and then the whales. Yeah, and then the whales gave her like an upgrade. Like yep. she they like made... she digivolved, and it was insane. That was stupid. <laughs> no, the whales are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you did, but thank you. It was ridic- that explains it perfectly. It was a little bit ridiculous. It was like, okay, if the whales had this type of special power, why didn't they give it to King Cosma when also, he was fighting? Also, what controls the whales? Like, how how are they giving this power? The Beatles control the whales. Who are the Beatles? John and Yoko. Oh, Yoko's not a beetle. She, yeah, she, she destroyed. Ruined, she ruined the beetle. Yeah, she destroyed no, the beetle. Part of them. She did. She was on the song. I, I and then they broke up a year um, later. So but yeah. No, it, it being a butt. I know how the beetles work. Yeah, how do the whales work? Is my question. See, I, I, I don't know how they work. But I, thank you. I, I, I would have preferred for the whales to do nothing just to hear Twilight go, "What the hell?" Because <laughs> <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie, when the whales showed up, I was like, "If those whales don't do something cool, I'm going to be super pissed." And then they, okay, they didn't do something cool, but they did something. <laughs> they did something that made your, no sense. Your expectations were so low that you were like, "Good enough." <sighs> My expectations were super high, at, uh, Scott, because you said this movie was amazing. It is amazing. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's good. It. I, <laughs> I feel like we're talking Alex down. <laughs> like you started off being like, okay, it's good, and the more we've talked, the lower your opinion of it's gone. No, I still think it's pretty fine. It's still beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous, but it, it's fine. <laughs> there are definitely a lot of plot holes. Like hundred <laughs> percent, and that's where we get to the end. Is the biggest plot hole for me. Like, I don't understand the casino stuff with the with the game when they could have just had uh, Kenji do his math from the very beginning to to try and change the tra- trajectory. Can we talk about? Uh, we we briefly did. Can we talk about how before they actually went in to interact the, uh, to enact the Hanafuda plan, mm-hmm. they were like. Uh, Uncle Exposition came back, but we're going to literally take a half an hour and eat a meal, and then during the meal, talk about how we're we running out time. of time. Yeah. Right, yeah. What the hell, that was movie? Stupid. That was that awful. Was easily my least. Fa- oh, man. I'm not even sure if it was my least favorite. Everything, like, so many things in this movie pissed that me off. That was definitely my least but favorite. But that was one of the things where I was watching the movie, and I'm like, and I go, why are they eating right now? They only have three hours. And then somebody in the movie says, we don't have enough time. And I'm like, clearly, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Shut up, eat your dumplings. <laughs> this is exactly it. But anyway, so oh. they, they, they defeat Hanafuda Man. Um, we didn't oh, even talk about the uncle, the uncle who his avatar was a dumpling. Uh, uh, d- dumpling. That was the, oh, yeah. Well, the, the family's avatars were amazing. Oh, one yeah. of them was a train, a, a bullet train with wings. Awesome. And, yeah, and that's a, and this a one. Yeah. yeah that's, it was phenomenal. Yeah, one but, of them was a pill. One is know. a pinup girl. One is a pug. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I thought the, the character designs were all real fun. Yes. And then there's Monkey Screwhead. But like, um, yeah, yeah, I like Monkey we, Screwhead. We touched on it earlier. When uh, Kenji starts doing his math. Oh, he does it like a that boss. Was, that was both oh. stupid and cool. Well, it was an earned moment because yes. we've set up that this character is really good with math. And so the satellite's crashing down. Um, so they, they get, they win everyone's accounts back from um, Love Machine except for two. Um, Kenji's original account and, oh, shocking, the account that's controlling this falling satellite. Oh, no. Dun, 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 shocker. So Kenji uses his math to affect the GPS system inside of it and like alter the trajectory because that we find out that the satellite is going to be falling not on a nuclear silo on their house because yep. that love machine must hate that family <laughs> because they're the ones who keep like they, they showed in the beginning he pinpoints where everything's coming from yep. so before he pinpoints that the phone call came from the grandma and now he pinpoint that all of this is from right I also wonder if there's something, a little bit of like an Ultron Ant-Man thing going on here yeah. where like he also hates its creator. But he wasn't no, at the house anymore. But its family but was. And then he came back. So like I wonder if that has something to do with also, it. Also, he's Maybe. probably tracking that phone. Yeah, but the phone was definitely at the house. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So, That's my take on this movie. <laughs> and this is the part that always freaks me out. While he's doing the math, he gets so intense that his nose starts that bleeding. That, 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 I'm out. I'm out. That was the worst part. It's, oh, it's right. because he was using so much of his brain that it started overheating, and then blood started well, coming that, out of his Well, that nose. was like with the ice. If only he had left the ice in if, there, if then only his Uncle brain, brain would be Horndog, fine. A cousin Horndog, cousin Horndog, hadn't moved the ice. Well, it reminded me of in Community when they talk about Troy going nuts, and he goes so nuts that he just starts screaming, and blood comes out of his nose. He's like, <laughs> like that's what it reminded me of because he also screamed as he did it. I um. And then, and then it comes back in the last scene where blood gushes out of his nose and yeah. he bl- passes he dies. out. I assume he died. I'm, no, that was, that's anime trope right there. That's that's perverted anime trope. How many times has Master Roshi bled out of his nose because he sees a girl that's, naked? See that? Yeah, but that makes sense. I still don't understand why. Like, okay. Uh, oh, I know why. It's go. Th- this is why I said I, I don't think they answer. end up together. Is because like after a guy like. You give him a kiss on the cheek, and then all of a sudden he starts splurting blood out. I'm out. Like, well, that, I think, is a sign of affection in Japan. Also, clearly what happened, because he had stopped the nosebleed with a piece of tissue, and he gets a smooch from Lady Girl. Yeah. Um, clearly, guys, he popped a bone. All the blood just mo- started moving through his body, and it just... <sighs> right? Actually, that's... Right? that's yeah. Oh, snap. That's, that sequence is still... Dumb as hell. Yeah, it was funny. It was supposed to be a joke. I don't take that part serious. Yeah, because they're like, oh, these two Dumb. should really be together. And then Cousin Horndog's like, they shouldn't. But he's a fool if he doesn't. But he should. But he shouldn't. What else at the end was really stupid? Oh, yeah, the picture moving. Oh, yeah. Well, that was that. The picture's clearly possessed. Picture moving stupid. So so they had this picture of um, grandma, great grandma, um, who they were going to use for a funeral. And so they have the funeral at the very end. And baseball guy, who, who baseball is my favorite. Baseball man is my favorite character. Yeah, he's easily the best. He pitched eight. 
30 innings in two days. And he he wasn't too tired to then go to his great-grandmother's funeral. In his uniform. In his uniform. So he went went straight from the game after pitching for 30 innings, which is not easy. (laughs) He was was probably like, I won this for you, great-grandma, and they're like, she's uh, dead. He was still in in the 15th inning of the second game, Mm -hmm. or maybe the third game. When, the, when they showed it, he was still pitching at 142 kilometers per hour. Like that guy is a robot. Like oh guy, my god, this guy—he's a machine. Still, oh my god, he—he he is clearly the best character in this movie, <laughs> and he's the only one anyone should care about. Stop it. Um, <laughs> That—that's what his next movie is about. Is that game while all this is going on? Oh, that would be—that would be amazing. I, if the next—if if this guy's next movie—if if Mr. Soda's next movie was about that baseball game, Memory Soda. If Memory Soda's next movie was about the baseball game, that'd be is, amazing. Isn't the next movie called Mari? Uh, M-O-R-I? Sure. Is that the name of the, the baseball game, man? No, no, no it's Nudo. Or Menudo. Menudo. I, I think it's baseball, man. Menudo. But, um, Menudo. He's so, making a movie about Menudo. So, so they're at the um, the funeral, and there's that picture of the grandmother, and then like the last shot of the movie is them cutting back to that same picture, and now her expression has changed. Yeah. And you to, get like, to see her goofy teeth. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I was pointing out, that not just her, because Cousin Horndog also had goof, goofy teeth. But that was after he was punched in the face. I think that it was implied that he, teeth were knocked out after he got All punched in the face. All of his teeth were knocked out. I Except think. for the well, four. I noticed, until he closed his mouth. I noticed that. All your teeth. He looks like a damn hippo. Well, <laughs> a hungry, hungry hippo. Nailed it. Dragon Ball. Uh, well, I, I, noticed in, I noticed in Dragon Ball Z that, like, when someone smiled, they had that too. Well, maybe it's an anime thing. Roshi I, does. I know well, that much. Roshi wasn't in our episode. Oh. Maybe it's a. I don't know. Maybe it's an anime thing. Maybe. It's stupid. Anime's stupid. <laughs> I disagree. No, it's not. I like anime. No, we've I, been doing it all anime. month. I love anime. So, all month. It's we're five days into August. Well, we're releasing multiple oh, episodes. Yeah, wait, wait a. Goddamn! Cut this. Cut this. <laughs> nope, I'm leaving it in. Oh, I like um that her birthday was August first, and your month is August. Too yeah. late. Nailed we it. Planned, Too we late. Planned that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm Dwight Stern. I'm Scott Carlin. <laughs> We like to make our guests feel super uncomfortable. You're our third guest, I yep. think. Uh, and the most important. Yeah. My wife was on here, so yes, I agree. I... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Who else was a guest? Haley? Haley. Yeah. Okay, the, neither of those count. <laughs> because they're related. Is Tiffany, is Tiffany related <laughs> I hope to they're me? not related oh, to you. Oh, My name. I mean, they're married. They're married. To, I mean, one will be married to one of you, and the <laughs> other one is married to the other one. What? Huh? <laughs> Tiffany will be married to Scott, and Haley is married. Is to married you. to Spencer. <laughs> I'm the most important guest. I stand by that statement, and I will sure, tell the people well, in the other room. You dressed up for the occasion, which mm. I respect. Yep, I'm wearing a Miyazaki shirt. Nice Miyazaki shirt. Yep. Yeah, thank you. I love anime. Um, Alex, just a quick question. So, to give some context for what type of animes do you like? This is our last anime month episode, correct? For this month, yeah. For yeah. Yeah. for this year. So, um. What type of animes do you like so we can get some sort of like context for your, where your opinions are coming so, from? So, some of my favorite anime movies are by Satoshi, Satoshi Kon, or Khan, however you pronounce his name. Is he dead? So, he died uh, this is the one I'm thinking six of. years ago, I think. Um, it was definitely when I was in college. I want to say 2011 or 2010. 
Um, he did Tokyo Godfathers. He did Millennium Actress, Perfect Blue. Um, and then my favorite anime movie, Paprika. Yeah, I love Paprika. Um, and he also did an anime show called Paranoia Agent. Yes. And I think all of his all of his work is really, really great. Some of it's weird. Good um, Morning is the one I'm thinking of from him. Good Morning. It, was it's, that it's a, short? a short? It's a short. Oh, I, I'm I, I waking up. I've never seen it. Um, but his work is really beautifully animated, and it's all about the characters, and it's about really cool characters in really weird situation so like perfect blue is about a pop star that kind of goes insane they actually well, made, it's about identity right yeah it's about identity they made it into black swan in america nice. except with ballet dancers um as opposed to pop stars as opposed to pop stars it's literally like almost shot for shot the same movie um perfect blue is amazing millennium actress is really phenomenal which is about an actress who's like really old going through an interview and remembering all the stuff that she made and the scene transitions in that are just gorgeous and and genius and then tokyo godfathers is three men and a baby in japan which is phenomenal and then paprika is inception um, Are you sure he did Tokyo Godfather? Did he not? I'm not seeing it on his on huh? this uh, Wikipedia. I thought he did Tokyo. Oh Godfather. yes, he did. I'm sorry, he did. I see it now. I'm, okay. My mistake. Yes, you're 100 um, correct. Yeah, and Paprika is one Paprika. of my favorite anime. It's gore. The animation in that is some of the best animation I've ever seen, and it's based off of a novel. I can't remember who wrote it. Um, that was really cool. But yeah, Satoshi Kon, some of my favorite anime. Miyazaki, obviously. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's an easy answer. Um, yeah, and I also really like anime TV shows. Like um, Mushishi is one of my favorites. I don't know if either of you have seen it. No, no. Nope. Um, and uh, Steins Gate is really good. What else do I like? Cowboy Bebop, obviously. Yep. I who, love. Who that. doesn't like Cowboy That's Bebop? That's my favorite. It's a hard. One of my coworkers and I. Every Wednesday is Cowboy Bebop day, so we either like watch an episode of Cowboy Bebop at lunch or just listen to Cowboy Bebop music all day. Um, we love Cowboy Bebop. It's like objectively probably one of the best anime ever made i don't disagree with that i feel like it probably is shinichiro watanabe is one of my favorite um content creators for anime television like um cowboy bebop's great samurai shampoo's great mm-hmm. space dandy was a weird one for him but it's great and um terror and resonance which was his last like serious one mm-hmm. was re- really good he's a great content creator for like I guess long form anime. I, I guess would be the right way to say it. Like over hundred oh, like episodes. Overarching. Well, not even that kind of long form. Short form for <laughs> if we're talking that, but like episodic anime. Okay. You have hair. This is the first time I saw the top of your head. Sorry. I usually wear a hat. <laughs> for our listeners out there. <laughs> it for was their shocking. pleasure. Yeah, I wear I wear a hat. I have hair. Spoilers. Hat hair. I like anime. That sums up Alex in a nutshell. So, Scott, what about you? Do you have any other, like... I mean, Cowboy Bebop has always been my favorite. Mm -hmm. I love Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I mainly stick to, like, the movies. Your Name is probably one of my favorite films of all time. I haven't seen it yet. It's gorgeous. And, like, it's emotional. Yeah. Like, I had... It's hard for a movie to make me cry. And it made me cry both times I saw it. In both Japanese and American dub. So... Nice. Um, Miyazaki... But there are certain ones that I just think are bizarre. Like a, I'm not a big fan of Ponyo for Miyazaki. That personally. one I, I hate. Ponyo's Ponyo. low on my list. What's your favorite Miyazaki movie? Um, 
Spirited Away. I'm boring. <laughs> Probably Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, wow. My, mine's Totoro. So we all have nice. different answers. Because yeah. uh, I love just the design of the castle. Oh, yeah. The, desi- the castle's really well designed. Mm. And, I mean, for the longest time, I've loved... His son did the Cat Returns. Yes. And I love that. That's technically not a Miyazaki movie. Um, it's a Ghibli movie. It's a Ghibli movie, movie right? Yeah, I love right. The Secret of Ari- Ariadne. Secret of Ariadne was nice. Ariadne. That was Goro. Goro Miyazaki, right? Yep. Goro, like the four-armed man from Mortal Kombat? <clears throat> sure. Okay. Um, I don't like you. That's fair. Just a- anything from Studio Ghibli. Um, yeah, Studio Ghibli is really good. Princess Kaguya. Uh, Ka- Kaguya? The Tale of Cali- Princess- Caligula. Yeah, Princess Caligula. I, I can. That's one film. That and Wind Rises. I can only watch once. The Wind Rises is a really heavy film. I loved it, but it's not. It's not <laughs> like one that. Brave of the Fireflies. Yeah, dark. yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's the, that kind of movie about. that, like, I've seen it once. It's amazing, gorgeous. Like, I never need to watch it again. Yeah, because what I loved about it in the beginning, Wind Rises, was. When it opens up with like him having the dream and Stanley Tucci is like a little Japanese boy and like you think it's lighthearted and then he meets yep. the woman of his dreams. She's dying of tuberculosis. Yep. Spoilers. Mulan Rouge. Yeah, it's basically Mulan. <laughs> it's the fake story of the guy who built all these airplanes for World War Two. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's really good. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Anything else for you? Uh, I mean, Haley got me watching Sword Art Online. I thought that was okay. Um, I like the first half of the first season. That's all of I've Sword seen. Art Online. I've only seen. Oh, you've seen the pretty good, the okay stuff. My issue with Sword Art was they started doing like time skips, mm-hmm. and I was not interested in at all in what they talked about during the episodes. I was like, well, what happened in between this? Like, how did you get strong? I want to see how people get strong in shows. Yeah, see, I don't so care about po- them just being strong. I want to see them get there. That's your problem with Gurren Logan as well. 100%. So, I mean, clearly you just have a problem. It- I guess. In my opinion, it's it's that's a Moffat thing. Like that's totally a Stephen Moffat thing. You're just telling me that you're strong and badass. I'm not seeing you earn that. Sure, Sorry. don't tell. I understand. Wait, what did Stephen Moffat do? Stephen Moffat's the worst. Stephen Moffat, Stephen Moffat is did. the worst. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if you do you watch Doctor Who at all. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so modern Moffat stuff, which I do not like, is he will tell you that this one character is super important and super awesome and you should care about them because the doctor spent a lot of time with them off screen mm-hmm. and they're super great and then they'll like die in the middle of the episode and they're, they're characters who I have just met for 10 minutes of screen time and the doctor's like, no, my greatest friend has now passed away and it's like, I don't care. I'm glad, I, you, I'm glad you didn't do that with Sherlock. Uh, I haven't seen the latest Sherlock, but you're right. He, Sherlock is good. He's really good with Sherlock, but like I, I handles that, is like that's the, because the, Mark Gaddis. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that's hundred percent because of Mark Gaddis. I bet Steve yeah. Ma- Stephen Moffat's like, hey, let's add this person. He's like, no, no, <laughs> shut up. But like handles and like I know people like this season, but the, the this episode, but the one that specifically um, introduced this problem for me was a good man goes to war. Yeah, um, because he does like this roundup of introducing uh, Jenny Strax and Madame Vastra and um, blue headed fat guy. And like when blue headed fat guy dies, everyone's like, no blue headed fat guy, not you. And I'm like, I don't, I know who these people are or care. I care about them later because I've seen them interact with him. But like that, that's a Moffat thing. It's telling you, you should feel telling you, you should feel an emotion and not feeling it. And that's what I get out of Gurren Lagann. Stephen Moffat is the the first, is the worst thing to ever happen to Doctor Who. And, um, 
even Kevin, if you're listening to this, Stephen Moffat's awful. He ruined Doctor Who. See, I, I, I stopped watching right. Doctor Who after Matt Smith left. So I, okay. ha- I haven't seen any of the new stuff with Capaldi. I, I couldn't get into Capaldi as the Doctor. See, I, I love Capaldi as the Doctor. The I, just wi- I just wish he was working with better <laughs> plot, like better better scripts. I think he did really fun things with the Doctor. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have enough to work with. Yeah, but now it's time for Lady Doctor. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, I think that'll be cool. I loved um, Broadchurch. I'm, I'm excited for Chris, Chris Turnbull. Turnbull? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jer- Jody Whittaker. Yeah, the new showrunner. The, oh, show okay. the, the new showrunner is a guy named Chris Turnbull or something like that who created Chip- Bro- Chipnall. Chipnall. He created Broadchurch. And, yeah, and Jody Broad Whittaker was on Broadchurch and she was awesome yeah. on Broadchurch. She was also in Attack the Block, which I watched last oh, night. Yeah, Attack, like, um, Attack the Block's great. I watched it last night. It's an it's amazing John Boyega now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's actually really good in it. Nice. So she's a good actor, so I'm very excited for her. What's his name wrote and directed? Joe Cornish. Joe Cornish. I made the same mistake. I was like, this is Joe Wright, right? No, no, no wrong Joe. Edgar Wright. Nope, wrong okay. Edgar. Well, there's nice. Edgar Wright works with Joe Cornish from time to time because yep. they wrote Tintin together. That's clearly they where did. I got that mistake, guys. I hate you. But so, like, it, long story short, I don't like it when people show and not, or tell, t- tell and not show me. Yep. And I got a little bit of that in this movie. With uh, the uh, all the back. I got a lot. Of I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to loop it back to no, the movie because we were talking about Doctor Who for 30 oh, minutes. We, we need to talk, mm-hmm. talk, talk about what your favorite anime. I was is. wondering if anyone was going to ask me. So I was I'm, going to ask. I'm, I am really bad because I stopped watching anime for a long time, mm-hmm. and so my answers are going to be like stupid. I think Weeaboo is the technical term yep. there. Weeaboo. Um, Dragon Ball Z. Nice. Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> what about Boruto? I haven't watched Boruto. Um, Naruto, I stopped watching. I ended up finishing reading it. I read more manga than I watch anime. Um, I prefer like the long form story That's type stuff. That's because you're a weeb. Yes, sure. Um, I love original Helsing. Um, I've only seen the original Full Metal Alchemist. I haven't seen the Brotherhood, Brotherhood but I heard Brotherhood's good. Um, so I like the original Full Metal. Kelly Bob obviously is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm just hitting up basically the shows that I really liked were like tsunami shows. Right. Like I like you Hakusho. I didn't watch enough Yu Yu Hakusho. I need to re. I, I want to rewatch Yu Yu Hakusho because I know I'm going to love it because I love Hunter x Hunter mm-hmm. and the guy who wrote Yu Yu Hakusho wrote Hunter x Hunter. Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho was his manga before Hunter x Hunter, yeah. so I'm willing to bet I will what enjoy. What about it. like Inuyasha? Never watched Inuyasha. Roni Kenshin? No. Um, trying to think of tsunami shows. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there was. These yeah. are words. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon was fine. See, Sailor Moon's very 80s. Yeah. Which, Sa- Sailor Moon, every... Did you grow up watching it every morning before school? Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say that. I associate Sailor Moon with um, go, uh, Honey honey Crisp and Golden Grams because I ate those every morning while watching Sailor Moon. Makes sense. Um, Wait, Honey honey Crisp or... or honeycomb, honeycomb, honeycomb. The honeycomb cereal. It was, it was uh, Sugar Crisp. Yes. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. what else are like? Uh, I like for modern ones. I really liked One Punch, Punch Man. Man. One Punch so Man was good. fantastic. I need to watch that. It's so good. It's like thirteen episodes long. It's and amazing. It, Moomin Rider is my absolute <laughs> favorite character in that movie, in that show. I love Genos. Oh, he's great. He, too. He's amazing. He's great because he's so over the top. Like standard, he would be the standard um, anime hero yeah. in every other show, but in this one, he's not. So yeah, that's really it. I mean, I'm watching Dragon Ball Super right now. Same. I love that. Um, I never got into One Piece. And at this point, I refuse because it's 
seven hundred episodes long or did something. Did you ever watch uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion? I did not. I'm not. I'm typically not a big fan of big robots. Like I, I, I tried watching Big O when I was younger, and I couldn't get into that. And Gundam didn't super do it for me. It was fine. I liked the movie Endless Waltz, but I didn't like the show. See, I, I feel the same way about Gundam shows. I or uh, mech, mech shows. I I don't like Gundam. I didn't watch Big O, but like I about usually Rory don't. Tension. Rory Kenshin? Not Rory Kenshin. Um, uh, Gurren Lagan. That's the one I'm watching right so, now. So, Gurren Lagan, I, I like it, but I feel like it's because it's not a generic mech show, and mm-hmm. it's kind of making fun of generic mech shows, in my opinion. That's we, We've had this argument, like, I'm not going to rehash an argument <laughs> that we've had, but I, I feel I, like... That I friggin' won. I feel like it's mocking a, a genre that I don't really like, which That's is why right. I enjoyed it. Um Evangelion is not your typical mech Evangelion is a decompression. It, I, I just it, watched a movie deconstruction. about... Deconstruction. thank you. Um, there's... It's definitely not a decompression. Um, <laughs> there's like a a 57 second long elevator shot yep. in, in that that apparently people like freak out about. <laughs> I don't think that sounds brilliant. That makes me really happy. The, it's, it's a great show. I highly suggest it. If you really want to, just watch the movies because they're retelling the story of oh, the, okay. the show in gorgeous animation because this show's from the late 80s mm-hmm. so it's kind of older looking animation like first season of dragon ball kind of, or oh, kind of, animation. of animation so th- when you watch the show you'll it's be like, like scritchy you'll be like this doesn't look great and then you'll watch the movie and you'll be like this is amazing cool um but yeah so we're summer wars summer yes. wars what you want to say scott no <laughs> so are we supposed to give this a number of bagels all right so scott how do you rate this movie? Well, we'll let me and Scott okay. go first. So, can do it. out of 13, a baker's dozen of bagels, I'm giving this 8 out of 13. There. So, we, we remove bagels that have been eaten by the writer's staff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, fi- five are missing because, I mean, the whole extra exposition is, and over-explanation is BS. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact, all of the incest in this family is disgusting. Implied incest. Implied incest. Allegedly. Allegedly. On screen incest. <laughs> oh no. Gross. Um I I the 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 blood squirting out of uh uh Kenji's face is just so upsetting. And then I just think the lack of of development for the final third act and the whole game casino stuff takes away too. Mm-hmm. Your turn, Dwight. I'm going to remove... I'm going to give this an 8. I'm going to remove 7. Um, the animation was beautiful. You um, didn't remove 7. You removed 5. Remove 5. You said you're going to yeah, remove 7. For some reason, I thought it was out of 15. I'm big dummy. out of 13. out of 13. Um, I'm going to give it a 6. Okay. And remove 7. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to give it a 7. I mean, I liked it. It was beautifully animated. Um, I liked the main character a lot, actually, yep. which um, if I have an issue with the main character, I have a hard time connecting with a story. And I, I liked him a lot. I thought he was for like your standard like, no, no, I don't want to be here. He actually had like decent reasons and he was skilled at certain things. So I, I enjoyed watching him kind of grow. Mm-hmm. It's also um, Dean Venture from Venture Brothers. Which is cool. Yep. Um, I, I liked... The, I liked. I know I said this earlier. I liked how it, it the, sh- the the movie gave time for pauses and it gave time to breathe. And not a lot of movies do that. Um, I feel like not a lot of modern movies do that, where things are 
so fast and so go 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 i liked that it was kind of self-contained and like i cared about i didn't necessarily care when the grandmother died but i i, I cared Jesus. that the family cared well I mean, she's old <laughs> she was 90 yeah. it, it, it didn't of her dying did not affect me the family's reaction affected me more than her dying and that was handled well um i liked you know, I'm, uh, I don't know if I've said, I'm going to be contradicting myself. I'm not that big a fan of the whole empty internet um, style of design. Mm -hmm. I, I liked some of the stuff they did in the internet, but that type of design tends to not fly with me. Yep. Um, so, yeah, 7 out of 13. Okay. I think those are my reasons. So, you gave it an 8. You gave it a 7. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it a 6. We tend to not give the same answer. I don't think we've ever given it the same. No, we have. Okay. I'm giving it a 6. Like, if I could do halves, I'd probably give it five and a half. Go to town. Okay, then I'm going to give it five and a half bagels. You, you can eat half of a bagel yeah. and say, oh, I didn't like this and put the rest and back. And just the top half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to take the best part. So um, I feel like I've already gone through why I didn't like this movie. I feel like the story was really not well thought out. I feel like the concept overall was cool, but the plot overall was not well thought out not well scripted the characters weren't there for me i didn't feel invested in enough of the people that were on screen i i definitely cared about a handful of characters well like three maybe four mm -hmm. everyone else to me was background and like indistinguishable from each other i i couldn't care couldn't even be bothered to remember what your relation is to the characters that i actually care about um the but the whole um third act was really poor weird um, I agree. But, but the animation was beautiful which is I probably agree. what gives it like four out of the five and a half <laughs> that's for most of my bagels that i'm giving beautiful it. animation um overall eh. okay cool Th that's what i call five and a half eh. that, that's fair <laughs> i think that's a fair fair grade so Scott, what are we watching next? Because I legitimately have no idea. Oh, Same. we're going. To, you're not going to be here. <laughs> uh, we're doing Saturday morning September. Oh, cool. So we're going to be watching an episode of Bobby's World. Oh, we decided which one. I know we talked about it, but I think right now it's between him drowning in a pool or when they tried to do trains, planes, and automobiles. <laughs> Both of those sound amazing to me. So I think we're going to go with point. him drowning in the pool. Okay. Um, Good. I hated Bobby anyways. <laughs> I did that once. Drowned in the pool? Yeah. Well, me um, too. Is this all part of your death throes? No, I, I did that in uh, my friend Bonnie's pool. <laughs> Who? Almost. You don't know her. Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're doing Saturday morning, September. If you guys have ideas that you want us to do, yeah. tweet at us at Writer Bagel Basket. No, um, no vowels no vowels except for bagel bagel has vowels everything else doesn't and then we're uh at gmail so you can email at us at writers bagel uh, writers bagel basket at gmail.com so yeah and if you e email us we'll read it here on the air yeah incentives yes and if you give us ideas we will probably do the show so. i'm not gonna email you that's fine. okay that's fine that's fine I'm unless it's to email. complain about myself Okay. That, uh, That's we'll self-deprecating. <laughs> I didn't like this episode because I thought me was not good. Mm -hmm. One out of 13 bagels. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, half out of 13. Well, thanks for being here, Alex. Yeah, thank no, thanks you. for having me. You're welcome. It was yeah. a good experience watching that movie that I 
thought was okay. <laughs> I've definitely come down on how much I liked that. Movie. Yes, you definitely did. Because when we first stopped, like I said, you were like, that was pretty good. And now you're like, no, I nope. hate it. I didn't hate it. No. Not yet. And is there anything you want to plug or talk um, about? I want to plug No Refunds podcast. Um, What's um, that? It's a podcast that I'm on with Dwight and his lovely wife, Tiffany. That I feel will, like I've had this conversation before. Yeah. That will be in the description. Um, so. How yeah. can they get to it? Uh, HD Media, Facebook. It's on iTunes, too. iTunes, however you want. No refunds. Wherever fine videos are sold. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So, anything you got to plug? No. You should plug no refunds. I never <laughs> plug no refunds. I feel dirty <laughs> plugging no refunds. I well, really do. I'll do it for you. Okay. That's why we brought you on. Um, I'm Dwight, and I want to plug No Refunds, which is a podcast I'm on with my lovely wife, Tiffany, and my enemy, Alex. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, she's okay. <laughs> what about you, Scott? I think you want to plug Raiders Bagel Basket? Yeah. Curling on film? <laughs> it's all in the description, guys, so yeah. It would help if I actually read a description. I just listened to it on iTunes. <laughs> so, uh, thanks again, Alex. Yeah, yes, thank, you, thank you very much for coming. It thanks was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. It was and a good time. I'm Scott Carlin. I'm Dwight Stearns. I'm Alex. Stay schwifty.